0: episode 16 of Everlong Farm, Life on a Small Holding. It's Saturday the 25th of February so that means extra help in the shape of Izzy who continues to learn and takes such good care of the animals when she's here. It's obvious she likes being here and the animals, especially Titch and Wilbur, are getting quite used to her wandering around. <laughs> Firstly though, we had a bit of a problem to deal with this morning, so I did the morning feed on my own whilst Phil investigated a problem that cropped up in the van last night whilst we were driving home after collecting Ethan for the weekend. We were, needless to say, a bit frustrated to have an issue when the van hasn't been used that much, but Phil soon figured out what was wrong and took steps to deal with it so we can at least get Ethan home again tonight when Izzy arrived she was with Tim and her little sister Mina who is six and was on her way to a cello lesson. We spent 10 minutes wandering around the farm and took the opportunity to go in the quail barn where the incubator is full of eggs. As always it's lovely showing children around the farm and the quail had a little stroke before they left and Izzy got on with her usual jobs. It's a very cold day today and even had a little snow shower this morning so after I'd fed everyone and left Izzy to start watering I came in to warm up a bit. I knew the weather was going to be against us a little bit today so after I came back out I decided to get the cart lodge girls cleaned out and topped up with fresh straw. This group will eventually be moved outside once we have the means to build them a house and get an area fenced off. We are becoming aware that we do need to address the issue of moving Jimmy and his group somewhere permanent because before long we're going to need the hurdles set up in the lambing barn. We've finally sold the quail cages that are being stored in the lambing barn so having the barn back for lambing now isn't a problem so that's one thing at least. After I mucked out the girls and tipped the wheelbarrow onto the compost heap I left Izzy to put a fresh drawer in for them. This was a challenge in itself as the straw is now powered quite high and I needed a step to reach it. I asked Izzy to keep Titch distracted as she was right in the way, naturally. So whilst I hopped up onto the step, Izzy did her best to keep me safe and Titch away. <laughs> I didn't want to go flying, that's for sure. Once I'd made sure the rest of the straw wasn't going to tumble down, I headed into the back garden to do what I consider quite a nice job. It's not necessarily a farm job, but a job that gives me good uh, peace of mind and is good for your mental health, which is a bit of weeding in the corner flower bed. Last year we planted lots of bulbs in here, so I wanted to get it cleared out before things start to emerge. It was much trickier than I thought as the weeds here have got a little bit out of control. But after an hour or so it was looking nice again although not quite finished but it was lunchtime, so time to go in Izzy had Ooh. finished the duck shed topped up all the water and collected their eggs so we came in for a break it's quite nice having a k- catch up about Izzy's week and I know she really enjoys coming here and spending time with the animals I have a sneaky feeling she loves chickens above all else and we spent a good hour talking about her granddad's silkies and bantams I would love some of these in the future so it's nice to know she has the experience of caring for them. As all the chickens are still inside she still hasn't met any of ours except for Millie and Nancy in the garden. I think she'll quite enjoy looking after them when the restrictions are lifted. After our break we headed back outside and as it had kept raining on and off today I decided to do a job under the cover of the cart lodge roof just to keep it a bit dry. Ironically The job was washing all the plastic drinkers and feeding tubs that the quail used to use when they were in the wooden cages. We don't need as many now, but they were becoming a bit unsightly, piled up everywhere in bags and boxes. This wasn't too bad a job. We washed everything as best we could with freezing cold hands. And as it was nearly time for Izzy to go, we came in to warm up with a cup of tea and three sugars for Izzy. Once she had left with her mum, we came out for feeding time a bit earlier today as we wanted to get some more straw in for Peanut and the girls whilst they were eating outside. It's just much easier to do jobs like that when they are distracted. So we thought dinner time was the best time to do that. Once everybody else was fed, we started to sift through the ash that had been left by the fire we had earlier on in the week, making sure any bits of metal... Was sifted out before Phil goes over the fields again with the tractor. The last thing we need right now is a puncture. We dispersed the ash over the field with the help of the wind and came back inside. We're taking Ethan home tonight, so I'm recording this before the animals go to bed, but I'm sure this will be uneventful, and if it isn't, you will hear about it tomorrow. (laughs) See you then. It's Sunday the 26th of February. So we started today with very cold winds but a little bit of sun. I don't quite think winter is completely over but there are definitely signs that spring is trying to arrive. The first daffodils are starting to appear and the robin that was so familiar to the farm last month hasn't been seen in a while. Our plan today was to finish the potato bed composting and to to cultivate the new pumpkin beds again. much better now that all the ash from the fire has been dispersed and any puncturing juicing material was removed so after feeding the animals and collecting up the many duck and chicken eggs we made a start as it's been a bit drier the last few days we got the tractor out to finish loading the compost onto the potato bed Tim had been doing this by hand and he'd almost finished covering the entire area so it only needed a few bucketfuls to finish it off and I was quite happy raking the pile was out ready for Phil to come and mix it in. Whilst Phil was doing this I got a phone call from Bradley and we chatted about the last few weeks. Titch was a bit jealous as she wasn't getting any attention so I had to scratch her whilst video chatting with Brad. By the time we hung up, Phil had almost finished, so I took the opportunity to take some pictures to share on our Instagram and Facebook pages. There's always something special about spreading manure from our own animals to grow food in, and I always try to post things like this that may be a bit underrated, but interesting nonetheless. Once this was done, we thought as the tractor was out, Phil could give the new pumpkin beds another go over with the rotavator. So I came back down to the garden and got stuck into the flower bed that I'd started to weed yesterday. It was much warmer now, so before I started I headed back inside to get some washing to put on the line. After I'd finished this flower bed, I headed up with the weeds and leaves to the compost bins near the peanut run. The girls, Nellie and Winnie, are so funny. When they detect you coming nearer, they run so fast for such large animals. And I'm always worried they will trip over or something. They always come for a fuss and a scratch, pushing into the stock mesh to get a good itch and testing the barbed staples for all they're worth. It's a bit scary when they both put their full weight of 300 kilos on it, but this is why we use good strong materials to build their enclosures. We came in for lunch after Phil had finished in the pumpkin field, feeling surprisingly energetic after a really busy weekend. I think it's probably due to ticking things off our list and finally feeling like we're getting somewhere. There are a lot of jobs half finished at the moment, but it's all time and money that are the reasons for this. When it just takes a bit of good weather and resources we already have, it's much easier to get things done. For example, spreading the compost this morning, we had everything we needed, so just got the job done. But when it comes to finishing off, say, the preparation room, it's a bit harder when the materials are so expensive. Nonetheless, we have to get there eventually. It just feels nice to tick some things off the new to-do list. We came back out again after lunch and I decided to do another little weeding job at the front of the house. Again we've got more bulbs in this bed so I wanted to clear up before they started to come out. It's been quite a nice day weather-wise but as the afternoon stretched on the day did get quite cold so we came in to light the fire before feeding time. When we fed this afternoon, we managed to catch Harley again and have a look at her feet again as she's been limping a bit. We will bring her in soon for a proper foot bath, but we just don't have the room to keep her inside just yet. The quail cages are being collected soon and we can begin to keep to get the building ready for lambing and Harley will come in as well. In the meantime, we'll just keep treating her outside. After a long day, we came in before I remembered it's wheelie bin day and going back out again but finally the farm day has ended and now i can start my ironing <laughs> In the night everyone it's monday the 27th of february a really bright start today but very cold Um, again and the house is incredibly cold in the mornings making it really hard to get up but sykes's need for a wee always does the trick (laughs) we did have some jobs planned for today but after feeding we had to add a quick job to the list before starting anything and this was going to collect a few bales of hay from our usual supplier We'd been expecting a delivery of hay on Saturday but unfortunately our friend who delivers has been taken ill and he'd sent a message to say help yourselves as he didn't know when he'd be able to bring us any. So this morning we got ready for the really lengthy journal journey of a whole mile to his farm, brackets, feeling very lucky that he is so close. <laughs> um we collected six bales in the back of our van and we'll do this for the next few weeks so we don't have to worry our friend whilst he recovers when we got back we filled the ewes hay feeder and took some up to Barney Dougal and Alf Barney hasn't been himself the last couple of days and has had some really runny stalls so we suspect he's eating something he shouldn't have um he's still eating and drinking but hopefully a bit of roughage in the hay will help but we will keep an eye on him of course. It's never easy seeing friendly animals out of sorts, but it's part and parcel of owning livestock. Not everybody has a good day. After sorting the sheep out with hay, I started my task of cleaning some quail cages. There are currently two standing in the yard waiting to be pressure washed, as well as lots of waste trays and feeding troughs. So I want to make a good start this week on getting everything clean and put away. I began with the two cages, and after spending nearly an hour on the first one, my arm was beginning to ache. We came in for some lunch, and I rested for a bit before coming back out and packing up lots of eggs again, ready for collection today. We're still only sending to wholesale customers outside our restricted zone, which means lots of boxes going out in the same parcel. And this is somewhat easier than lots of little orders, but it's good to be using all the eggs the girls are now laying. Now, for anyone wondering, we will be locking down the eggs in the incubator on the 7th of March and hopefully seeing some chicks hatching from the 10th of all onwards. But I will talk about that more as it as it gets nearer. Once uh, this was done, I went back to cleaning the last cage in the yard, coming to the realisation that was all I was going to achieve today. It's so cold that Phil came into light the fire at three o'clock. We have now run out of oil in the tank for the heating and we are grateful to still have plenty of wood to burn. I can't remember the end of February being this cold last year but we never do, do we? We should always be trying to be grateful that the snow showers have avoided us as I think this would make life even harder. Once we'd fed the animals again we came back inside and I actually finished off my ironing from last night just to have some more heat in the room. The fire was lovely and did take the edge off and even Charlie and Sykes, our two Jack Russells, didn't want to move when it was dinner time. So all in all a good day. I said to Phil if it wasn't so cold I would have carried on outside because the sun was quite bright. We noticed it was nearly quarter to six by the time the ducks were ready to go to bed that night. Uh, So another lovely sign that spring is trying to arrive. So we'll see you tomorrow. So it's Tuesday the 28th, last day of February. Um it's another really cold start to the day, and I don't believe the thermometer for a second when it reads seven degrees. Today I really wanted to crack on with the rest of the quail cleaning after feeding everyone this morning. So whilst I was letting out and feeding the ducks, I happened to notice a bird caught in the netting on the outside of the run. I think it only just happened as the bird wasn't too tangled up and I managed to extricate it from the net. I wasn't sure what it was, I'm only really able to identify a handful of species that come to the garden, but this was definitely a bigger bird than I'd seen come to feed or have a bath. I went over to the gate to show Phil, and I was surprised at how calm it was as I held it gently in my gloved hands. Phil quickly told me it was a partridge and I noticed the beautiful colours on it and its red legs. I should have recognised it as a game bird because we have a very friendly pheasant who comes to the garden from time to time, sometimes bringing his girlfriend. We took a quick photo as I was so enamoured with the beauty and we watched as it flew away, trying not to think about what could happen to it next. Anyway, a lovely thing to happen on quite a Monday morning. (laughs) So Phil is still in the process of reorganising the workshop and it has got to a stage where I'm more of a hindrance than a help so I was quite happy carrying on with the cleaning today. The quail cages, the wooden ones, are being collected tomorrow which is great because it means we can make a start on getting the barn ready for lambing. It's still a few weeks off but we don't like being taken by surprise. Um, There are two big jobs we must do before this can be done, but hopefully, as it's something we're quite familiar with, it won't be too much of a headache. So just to explain, this time last year we were the proud owners of about 30 sheep hurdles, if not a few more. But as regular listeners will know, we've been using these to make temporary pens for Jimmy's group and for the girls in the cart lodge. However, Jimmy and the gang are ready to move to the next and last area of turning over before needing a permanent home. So, be able to get a majority of our hurdles back to use for lambing, we needed to sell three of our pigs to give Jimmy's group a forever home. So, does that make sense so far? Because we haven't managed to sell these girls, who, by the way, are just gorgeous, just surplus to our needs... We now need to put up a new fenced area by the end of the month to give Jimmy somewhere to go once they've finished their last area of digging and get our hurdles back. We had not planned for this because A, the price of materials has skyrocketed and B, we honestly thought the three breeding sows would be gone by now. But hey ho, this is where we are and we have to deal with it. So the plan for the next few days is to get the new area we had earmarked for our new goats to go later this spring, more about that another time, fenced. So we know how many posts we can spare to make this new run for Jimmy. Like I say, it's a bit of a pain, but necessary. So as for today, once we'd fed the animals, I may just start on more quail cleaning, but to be fair, it was so bitterly cold and getting wet like this is not ideal. I soon abandoned this and at lunchtime we came inside for a rest and to warm up a bit. I find it really frustrating when we get a dry sunny day, which are the perfect conditions for many jobs on the farm, but as all the animals were quite well looked after with extra straw and plenty of water, there wasn't much else I could do for them. After lunch we lit the fire and came back outside where I collected up more quail eggs and tidied the yard up a bit more. There's still a lot of stuff to move and put away, but until the new prep room has been finished with the painting we are at a bit of a stalemate. As it was way too cold to be fussing with pressure washing the remaining quail cages, I went into the barn itself and began to tidy and hoover up in here. As we look ahead to the chicks hatching, it'll be nice to have their cage clean and to have the barn free of cobwebs. (laughs) Quail are very dusty and for some reason the cobwebs do tend to stick around. After we'd fed everyone again, about four o'clock, we came in to get warm again by the fire. I know things are looking very cold over the next week or so, but it's so important to keep warm so we don't get ill. That's the last thing we need as we move into March. We'll see you then. Hi everyone, it's Wednesday the 1st of March. Happy the first official day of spring. So apparently it's National Pig Day today, but as I record this in the evening, I didn't know until I'd looked at our Instagram feed. What a missed opportunity to show off our gorgeous rare breeds. But it's been far too busy to worry about this though, as we were expecting Daniel to arrive today to collect his wooden quail cages. So after feeding we decided to stay outside and because it was so cold yesterday and to be fair a bit grey today I'm really behind on getting the quail cleaning done. There is still a cage to do and then I need to move the birds over before I begin on the rest of the trays and feed troughs. Phil has a list of things he wants to do today so until Daniel arrived we did our own thing. It's good sometimes to get jobs done apart, and when it comes to cleaning, we only have the one pressure washer, so it works out just fine. (laughs) Phil got the tractor out and went up to the top of the drive, where in February 2022, we had a big tree come down in the high winds. I have spoken about this before. We had the tree taken down professionally, but the large trunk of the tree remained on the grass at the beginning of our driveway. Phil had spent the morning with the chainsaw and cutting the trunk into pieces the tractor could manage to relocate. We are using a bulk of the trunk in the new goat run, so after cutting the trunk up Phil brought both pieces down to the paddock where the pregnant ewes are because this is where we're making a goat run ready for Michael to get two lady friends in a few months time. The rest of the tree was brought onto the driveway ready to split for next year's firewood supply during all this I was just cleaning so I'm quite glad my help was only needed to work the gate (laughs) after Phil had moved all the firewood he went down and cut the grass and we're still enjoying an explosion of snowdrops in between the trees on the driveway and the daffodils are now starting to say hello it's so pretty and if it wasn't so cold I think I'd quite happily sit on a tree stump with a book for an hour just as Phil finished cutting the grass, Daniel arrived to clip the cages. Um, luckily he had a really big trailer with high sides, so between him and Phil they managed to get all seven loaded. It was definitely a bit like Tetris, trying to load the cages so that only one journey was necessary. But they did manage it with a lot of heavy lifting, and whilst the cages were tied down I came in to make a well-earned cup of coffee. We chatted to Daniel whilst we drank and found out about his shooting business. So, he raises partridges, peasant and guinea fowl, so we're understandably frustrated about the avian flu restrictions. It's been a difficult couple of years with COVID and now the avian flu hampering livelihoods. I showed him the picture we took of the partridge and he was able to tell us it was a male one. After Daniel left we came in for a quick lunch as Tim had sent me a message saying he could come this afternoon so we wanted to make sure the quail egg orders were ready and I wanted to carry on cleaning. We worked on till about half past three when Tim arrived and set about the task of moving Jimmy and Co to their last run to turn over. It was much easier with the three of us and we soon had them moved over and eating their dinner. Like I say, this is the last area to turn over, but Phil had a bit of a brainwave to save us a lot of work and a lot of money. I won't go into this now, but let's just say it could be very, very good. (laughs) As predicted, Minnie and Little Dixie made short work of digging up the ground as soon as they were let out of their existing run. So I'm glad we made the, the decision to block up the entrance to the field so they couldn't do damage elsewhere. This took us about an hour to do and once everyone else had been fed, Tim said goodbye and Phil and I carried on again. I still had plenty of trays to clean and was determined to get them all done. By tomorrow, I can get back to cleaning cages again. It's much more rewarding to put birds into lovely clean cages and collect their eggs again. Phil went in to light the fire, as is becoming habit and completely necessary, and I worked until about six o'clock when I was finally done. As it was nearly dark, I was able to put everyone away before coming into the heat of the fire. So, pretty good start to the month. Happy the 1st of March, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. everyone, it's Thursday the 2nd of March. It's been a really sunny start to the day, but for the purposes of not repeating myself for the next few weeks, can we just assume it's freezing cold unless I say otherwise? <laughs> We're supposed to be getting some snow at some point, but we'll see. Today I have been doing a few different things, but the main thing has been more quail cleaning. I'm down to the last two cages now after doing two more today, but we've now been thinking about other jobs that definitely need to happen. Phil has chopped up all the wood from the trunk he brought up to the driveway yesterday in preparation for the really cold weather ahead. It's such a shame to be going into March and still being like this, but as long as we're prepared we'll cope. No egg orders going out today as we await a delivery of bubble wrap. We can't send eggs without it, so after lunch of bacon and egg sandwiches we came back out to the yard and I finally finished cleaning the two cages for today. Like I say, just two to go now and then I'll have a rest from this for a month or so, thank goodness. As we both worked till quite late last night, the cart lodge girls didn't get mucked out like we wanted. So after a cuppa, in the warmish office, thanks to the heat from our computers, we came out and sorted them out before feeding again. You won't believe this, but Jimmy's group have, in just 24 hours, turned their new area completely over. This is the fastest they've done it since the pig plowing project began. It's a good thing really, considering once they're done, we can move them into a permanent home and get the hurdles back for lambing. (laughs) So a very quick entry today as the day has been taken over by more cleaning, but it's good to catch up on this. The cleaner the cage, the happier the birds and the more eggs we get. So hopefully a more interesting day tomorrow as we move ever closer to lambing and seed sowing. everyone it's friday the 3rd of march i've not had a very good day as i woke up this morning feeling absolutely awful oh, I the... excuse me oh sorry about that i think the combination of working in the cold with the pressure washing and uh, not much heating in the house except for the fire in the evenings has started to take its toll today's entry therefore is phil's day as he's been the one doing all the work i've quite literally been in bed with Lemsip and Paracetamol. I have been getting him to come and talk to me during the day though. So today's entry is going to be his day and he has asked me to record it for him. So I apologise if I sound rough but Phil's written it down and this is his day. (laughs) As Stacey's feeling a bit rubbish today I came out and fed the animals on my own. It's a cold day but the sun is trying to come out As I was walking up to feed Peanut and Dougal's group, it started to lightly rain and the next minute there was a brilliant rainbow and you could see both sides of it as well. I took a picture to show Stacey and I'm sure she'll use it somewhere for this week's episode. (laughs) He's right, I will. (laughs) After feeding time, I took some hay round to the ewes as they're eating a bit more now and topped up their water. Harley is doing much better than before. But I've noticed she's spending more time on her own lately. I think she probably feels a bit vulnerable with sore feet, so it'll be good to get her inside soon to treat her again. After checking on the patient, I think he means me, who was fast asleep, I had a break before heading back outside. I wanted to get the new area marked out for the goats so we can try and get some posts in before the weather turns bad next week. After collecting all the orange markers from the pumpkin field, I came up to where the yews are and began to mark out the area. Luckily, we have enough materials to be able to do this without buying anything else, so that's always good. Afterwards, I came and collected all the quail eggs and packed them up for today's orders. It's definitely made a difference to the cleanliness of the eggs since Stacy moved the birds. I came in after this and made some lunch for us both before getting the orders boxed and labelled for the postal collection later today. Sacey still wasn't feeling up to coming out so I left her to rest and started to clear up the yard. There's a lot of rubbish to sort through and we still need to move some of the chicken manure bags onto the veg beds. But as I got through as much stuff as I could before feeding the animals again, Stacey did come out at this point for a bit of fresh air and took some photos of two little girls in the cart lodge who may be leaving us in the next few weeks. The pictures on the advert are quite old now, so it's good to get some up to date ones for the potential new owner. After feeding time, Stacey went back in and I got the stuff together for building tonight's fire. It's been a really quick day, but the sun has helped, even if it's still very cold i will hope she's feeling a bit better tomorrow as it's saturday and izzy will be here so do forgive this short entry for today i know there are probably a hundred other things i could have said but for now i should just say bye and thanks for listening so that was phil's day um i'm actually recording this on saturday morning so i am sorry if i do sound a bit rubbish i am feeling a bit better today and uh Izzy did arrive this morning and that's massively helped but we'll finish up the the week here Um, and as always I say don't forget all the channels to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and all that and of course please consider supporting Everlong Farm through our Buy Me A Coffee page and all the details can be found on this episode's description. Um, I want to say thanks for listening, especially to today's entry, and especially to our Buy Me a Coffee supporters, Karen, John, and Joe. And we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye for now. <music>